We are here at the Gay and Lesbian Center in Los Angeles, and we are doing a revival tonight of a show that we put together. What year were we there, Ian? Ian Harvey is here with us. Two thousand seven. Who we joined with? Who we joined by first off? <laughs> we are here with Ian Harvey, who is one of the cast members of our show, The Sensuous Woman. And actually, um, you did a lot of shows. Uh, not only we 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 did uh, them once a month, and they were a, a combination comedy, music, and burlesque shows, and uh, they really were amazing and we did them at El Cid we moved it over briefly to Largo when we went to Largo which was the old Largo we changed the name to For Your Pleasure I'm not sure why we did that but it was just a different kind of a tone so when we did the show there they were charity based shows and um, they were we were women together and men together of course um, women and men and we were doing all sorts of different stuff but a, a place where we could work out performance and help other people and and one of the people that uh we very famously donated to was asia carrera who um is america's first asian american porn star and uh her husband had died and and she was pregnant so she wasn't able to work and, and so she had a baby on the way and you know so we we thought of ourselves as like a, a hoary oprah's angel network because nobody helps, <laughs> like porn stars, nobody helps no. um, people who are in the sex industry. Nobody helps people who are considered in diff these sort of different alternative lifestyles. So we thought we're going to get together and we're going to we're going to focus on these charities. And um, and so it was really it was great. And through it, we met lots of people, and Ian was a part of it. Um. So tonight we are doing a benefit here to help Selene Luna, who is one of the cast members of the original Sensuous Woman. She uh, was in every show, um, not only in Los Angeles, but you know, came with us. We workshopped it in Chicago, and then we moved it to New York, and it was very, very popular there. We had a whole run there. So um, I just wanted everybody that was in the show, and everybody in the show tonight, to have a moment to just talk about their experience in it. And I'm actually going to, you could sort of treat this like a monologue. I'm gonna sit, right beside you uh but you don't i'm not going to really be part of this because i just want to hear what you have to say about it not necessarily um me asking questions um uh, well when i first um heard about sensuous woman i actually wrote to margaret and asked her if it was for only women identified people <laughs> and <laughs> and she wrote back to me and said no you know it's like anybody or whatever anyway i went i ended up um coming to a show and uh, a separate of Sensuous Woman and did a set with Margaret somewhere. And then uh, I got to do a set on Sensuous Woman and I met the, 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 at the time, the current cast. And it was really the, this, it was kind of, I really felt like it was my initiation. I had lived in LA for a, about a year at that point um, when I got to do, no, actually, no, it was probably not even a year. It was probably like six or eight months. And it was kind of like my initiation into what I thought was real Hollywood royalty working with Margaret, working with um, Pleasant Gaiman, working with Selene, working with all these like beautiful freaks of Hollywood. And it was, it was not the plasticky and the weird and it was uh, of what a lot of people think that LA is like. And I just had this um, moment of thinking I'm I'm getting to be part of something really amazing that's starting here. And they had already started it, but starting for me and being involved with it. And um, I was really incredibly honored and I I was nervous at first and I was like, you know, new kid of the group and I mm -hmm. didn't want to take up a lot of space and everybody just welcomed me in so quickly that, that um, and was so warm to me and brought me in as a brother. And at the time, me as a brother had giant tits and was, <laughs> um, I was, I was bodily female at the time. And so it was, um, and the show was for me largely about, um, freedom and body image and, um, loving our freaky, beautiful selves. And, um, and, uh, it, it evolved even to, into more of that and more of that as it went on. And I, with adding of um, like Dirty Martini in, in New York and um, these beautiful dancers who had these beautiful big bodies and 
these little and Selene with her little body and, you know, and Plez and her uh, just, just everybody was absolutely gorgeous in their in their own right. And um, I don't know. I and also and I can't I can't not mention Heffington, I Ryan Heffington. Say, like, watching him <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> This guy, this guy uh, who was also on cast, Ryan Heffington, is the most beautiful tranimal you will ever see. Tranimal. Tranimal. He's a total tranimal. He's this is kind of like, he's very now. trans and he's also very animal. And, and he had he had a handlebar mustache before every other hipster on earth had one too. It's true. And he'd be wearing like 80s, like total <laughs> Nagel painting, 80s, like hot disco wear and then <laughs> dancing to Dirty Diana by Michael Jackson. And then... He would always pick out a victim in the audience to teabag them and like just get on their head and and just do, be doing like splits and like high heels, 80s booties. And I also have to say about Ian that Ian, um, Ian, even though we all knew that he was a man and we called him him, when we started doing fans for the opening number that we used to have in The Sensuous Woman, Ian just had the most amazing Sally Rand fan technique I've ever seen, and I want and I wanted to kill him. And when, and when we first got to New York City, I um, I like went and got everyone comedy and tragedy mask, like little keychains from one of the Times Square like souvenir stores in our house, and um, you know there was we, Margaret. We had, and, I had and, channeled. I had no, channeled an inner. Yes, but but here, but Ian, Ian's. I grabbed it because it said Ian on the thing, but I didn't look at the little comedy and tragedy mask. And when I was passing them out to the cast, it said Jacqueline, and and <laughs> and I handed it to Ian because I thought it said Ian, but someone had to put a J name on there, and and he's like, "What is this?" And then we decided that Jacqueline worked at the Follies Berger, and like Ian was channeling. <laughs> I was channeling Jacqueline. Jacqueline. <laughs> did, did it help to have that backstory? Oh it my did. God! Absolutely. Yes, yeah. But I mean, it all made. He sense. already had it in his muscle memory. Yeah, it really did. It was like, like Seth speaks, you know but what? with a French, I, you know, Corinne. Historically, like I have never been a fan of like doing girl drag myself, but or or I would have never thought of myself like really like settling in and being comfortable with fans, but. You know, Plez and handed these fans out, and Margaret handed the fans out, and we're like, we're going to do this opening number. And at first, I was like, oh god, shit, I don't, I don't know about that in my head. And I really settled in. I was like, it's on. I love this shit. <laughs> and I really, I did. I loved it. it you was, were awesome it was really, at really it. Fun. Yeah. I mean, you were you were better than like a lot of um, like you know burlesque dancers that have been doing it for years. Seriously. <laughs> I was so jealous. I wanted to take private fan lessons from Ian. <laughs> I have to say um, that as as this is like this was my first entertainment industry like L.A. family, and I I I miss it every day. I think about you know there it's it's so often that I think about being in the dressing room and with this whole family of beautiful people and just laughing our asses off. And there's something about everyone that I can remember and love. And um, and I miss it. It's one of those things. I've never been an ensemble cast like that. And I'm so grateful that I got to be on that cast with Margaret and and, and that she invited me in. And I just, I can't even believe that. It was amazing. It. it was so amazing. It, how how so. did that happen? So you, you wrote to Margaret. What's the time <laughs> period from writing to actually being in the show? No, I, no, 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 it wasn't like that. It wasn't thing, like that. I mean, but... I mean, we, we, we chatted back and forth before mm -hmm. that, before that. And I had performed with her at regular stand up shows right, before okay. that happened. And she was working on this ensemble show. And then later asked me, like months later, asked me to like do a set on there. And so I was doing stand up. I was like one of the stand up portions of it, but it was later her, you know, crafting to like make it a big show and bring yeah. it here to the Renberg and to bring it to Chicago and New York at that. So, but that was, that was later. That was, I guess it was like a year later. Yes. Then. I think, I think you guys have been doing it longer than yeah, I had been. But. We were doing it once a month for like all different, um, you know, Ben, you know, benefit causes that I'll said, but whenever I go through an airport, Ian, I think of you and I, or whenever law and order comes on or all the time. <laughs> Cause Ian had a, had a, a dick joke. That, do you still do that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I can't wait to hear your voice saying it. <laughs> um, I have to go and put on my pasties. Well, tell, um, <laughs> before you, yeah, we should introduce, this is pleasant. Oh, yeah. This is, this has been me. We've talking. had you on Monsters of Talk, uh, yes. uh, beforehand, but you're an integral part of this production as well. Yeah. I love this production so much. 
We're doing we're doing this tonight. It's a benefit for um, Selene Luna for our who, sister who wife. just walked in. Yeah, our sister wife. Sister wife. And Selene this, Luna. We all started talking like this because we would self soothe by going. <laughs> so if anyone sees any of our tweets on Twitter and you just see a bunch of s's, that's that's the way we roll. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we gotta stop because this, this is an interview. Does that, um, does that make it to the stage? No, it hasn't. <laughs> but it, it goes on a lot backstage and whispers. Um, I just thought this was like the most amazing show ever because, like, when when we were doing it, when Margaret conceived of it, it was um, it was just free reign of like whatever you wanted to do. Like in the beginning, when Lisa Novak, the crazy astronaut stalker girl, um, right. did it, we did a whole like I did a whole NASA striptease that started out with it like was a amazing with a countdown. I know, right? Oh yeah, it was and, and I stripped down T minus and I stripped yeah and and then he, and Margaret would go Houston, we've got a problem, and then <laughs> and then I would come on stage and like usually you save your boobs for last. But I would always like have the boobs off immediately, the bra, and because then my wig had to come off and I had to get out the pepper spray and the, um, you know, all the other stuff that she had. And then when I would take my coat off to reveal um, NASA logo diapers with rhinestones. <laughs> <laughs> and I just have to say that until that number, I never knew how expensive Depends were. And I, I was really like a comparison shopping all over town for Depends. And then, and then I couldn't get a NASA logo to print out like bigger than like the little like JPEG. And I interrupted my, my neighbor who's like, he, he's a producer for the, the biggest catch and he was on two phones screaming about like some boat that was stuck in the Bering Sea. Yeah, and, lives, and, lives are at stake. Totally. Right? And then he and got, like, and, and I then. help with my printer. And no, so I just sent him a note. I said, I need a, la a NASA logo to print on um, diapers for a burlesque act. And he had, seriously, he had two cell phones and he was like, hold on, hold on, I have to call you back. And he's like, oh, please. And he, he just like printed it out immediately. <laughs> and then he just got right back on the phone. Eric, Selena's boyfriend's brother. Isn't that crazy? And we didn't find that out until later. So I guess to piggyback on uh, a pleasant story, it's crazy because just about a month ago we put the dots together that uh, her neighbor that printed out the NASA diaper happens to be my current <laughs> boyfriend's brother. How does yeah. that work? Wait, I have to say one more thing also because this is just this is all this is all like psychic friends network. <laughs> My neighbor that printed out the NASA diaper that's the brother of Selene's boyfriend. Also, me and the neighbor had like about fifteen or twenty years previously been on an MTV game show, a, a rock and roll quiz on opposing teams, but we didn't figure that out until we had lived next door to each other for a couple no of way. years. Yes, no right. way. Such yes, a right. small world. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> no pun intended. And then, and then her, your boyfriend's brother mm -hmm. is the neighbor. Yeah. How do you how do you get even an, an email about that? About I need to print a NASA logo on a diaper. <laughs> that's a pretty that's a pretty tall order right there. I think if you live next door to Pleasant or are a least, friend, that's the least of the weird things. Yeah, that have come through, right? that's like the most normal email you'll get from Pleasant. Sensuous woman. Yeah, tell um, us about the sensuous woman. Tell us about Hi, the, and Liam, Liam Sullivan, Sullivan is joining us. Hi. Hello. This, oh, the, well, I don't know. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> uh, the sensuous woman was that, well, for me personally, a great part of my life, a, a great part of my showbiz life. I, um, I, I don't even know where to begin with it. It was uh, a really great opportunity to be part of really great comedy and burlesque. And, um, cause I, it's a difficult balance. There's, it's, it's hard to put the two together and make it work. And, uh, this was a really great opportunity to be part of that. And, and being part of that show helped me develop both comedy and burlesque. So I, it, it was a real thrill to be part of it. And how long has it been since this show, since you guys, everyone did this show? The Sensuous Woman started in 05? Or, or 2004, 2006? So went on the road in 07. So how yeah. long has it been since everyone's done this? Um, well, we started it, uh, well, with Margaret here. Margaret started it in Los Angeles um, around 05. I feel like we did it for a few years before it hit the road. Yeah, we started. Yeah. 
Is that right? Hasn't been oh since when? Oh, it's been seven years. Uh, November 2007. Yeah, so this is the first time the cast is getting together. So like a huge, this is a huge reunion. Yeah, it's a huge reunion. Even it's though, great. even though you guys are all sort of like, like Ian said, it is like a family type sense. Like you guys are very close mm -hmm. and have kept together, but you just haven't done yes. this production together. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but we all have a uh, great tight relationships, and it's just an opportunity tonight to uh, to get together and have some yeah, fun. do it on stage in front of everyone. Mm -hmm. But Are we, we all rehearsed. Is it tight? Is it good? Uh, is not it, at is all. It all together. Not Ian at all. Is doubling over with laughter. We haven't rehearsed since November '07. <laughs> and and at that point, you hadn't rehearsed since <laughs> yeah January of '07, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, so I don't know. Tonight will be a little uh, kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, you know, but everyone's uh, an old pro here. So, right. and really tonight is just, um, well, for me personally, a celebration of my friendships. And uh, so I think we're just going to have fun and, uh, you know, do what we do and just try to crack each other up. Mm -hmm. do, you, fun, yeah. do you guys have me memories of like a standout show in the run or something or, or anything that happened like that went crazy wrong or do, were they all like perfectly good shows no i mean I, that we were just talking about that when when margaret's around you don't really worry about if something goes wrong mm -hmm. one time the music skipped or something i was doing a song and the music skipped or i don't know what happened but um margaret just walked out on stage it's like what's going on what happened to the music? Mm -hmm. And everybody started well, the laughing. The show's going to keep going, right? Just oh, yeah. Jump yeah. Out the show's still it. going. Mm -hmm. But she's, she, it's not like, oh, everybody's backstage going, what are we going to do? <laughs> oh, no, the music didn't play. Everything's ruined. No, it wasn't like that. Yeah, I, I think it really helps. And that's a, actually a really great, great point because that right now, when you ask the question, I was like racking my brain. I can't remember um, anything like a really. Major yeah, I don't remember any big snafus. And it could be that. It's just, I know this sounds silly, but every show was just fun. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember any snafus. And I think, because, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of it is uh, we, we always could count on Margaret just swooping in and taking over if we needed it. I, there was never any kind of weird <laughs> pressure. I, no. It was just have fun and do your job. Were there yeah. any crazy moments, though, like where, not that it went wrong, but it was just like like anything that happened that that had never happened on any other night you know like that weird thing that goes on like everybody talks about that thing that happens or is there anything like that um god not that i can't remember but uh not uh, but i was <laughs> baked the whole time so i don't <laughs> i don't remember i think the shenanigans happened off stage right well can we hear about the backstage shenanigans you know, oh, ian's she, jumping back well, in well no i was just going to say there was two things that i always looked forward to uh, uh, not there was i look forward to everything but the two things that stick out in my mind was heffington the dancer he would mm -hmm. come out and he would do this leap in the air and then land in a absolute split and we would all be like peeking through the cracks of the stairs through the stage to like watch him do this one move and we were like every night same thing we saw the th we saw it hundreds of times but we love to watch it every single time and we're just in awe every time he was like in a dick tard which was like it was like a leotard but only covers your dick and straps up and it was like leopard print over mm -hmm. your shoulders and he had these dirty like diana. yeah dirty diana thigh high white boots and he would do this entire dance in these boots and it was phenomenal it was just i was we were always in awe over that number and joe boobs number that prince song that prince song was great so there's like a couple things like that that like i'm that's that like i remember like looking forward to and anyway but so heffington heffington legendary how many, um how many other people were involved <clears throat> like was there a sort of a rotating crew of of guests that came in sometimes well, it was the same core cast unless uh unless somebody had a conflicting show booked. Mm -hmm. I think at one point somebody took over for Dirty Martini cuz she had the show to show got extended and some of us Yeah, came not everyone. Yeah, not everyone was and available. Then, so that's when I think Joe Boobs came in and uh well Dirty Martini was with with us the whole time, wasn't she? Yeah, I just remember somebody replacing some, I don't know. Anyway, maybe the different show. Oh, but Tigger had, Tigger, Tigger, yeah. yeah. Tigger got Hang on, let's get Ian on mic. I don't know. So, so, no, I want you to talk. I, ask Liam about what am I going to say? Just ask, but, I'm just curious. What's, uh, Liam, what's well, your, uh, what's your um, memories and, uh, and take on The Sensuous Woman? I and have the really good memories of The Sensuous Woman. It was like, it was really unique 
because it wasn't i had been with sketch groups before and you know in sketch groups you're just cracking you know cracking jokes all the time cracking wise and changing clothes and going back out and changing clothes and going back out and then drinking all night <laughs> or doing plays <laughs> where you're like you memorize the play you get out there you do your part you hope you don't forget your lines and then you go home or you go to the bar again but with this it was like it was such a different experience i'd never really done um anything like it it's burlesque but it's also comedy but it's also music it it, it was stand-up comedy it, it was all these things kind of put together and we just all liked each other and that that made a huge difference and plus being in new york city like not knowing this i i remember <laughs> having such a problem adjusting because <laughs> there was a uh uh what do you call it an air conditioner right outside my window and there was water it was raining a lot just dripping just dripping like making the loudest sound right next to my head while i was trying to sleep <laughs> at night and sirens you know it's new york city mm -hmm. and uh people are like you're staying in a great apartment in new york city what's your problem Liam? i'm like well I, I have this problem with the thing and the noise and the sirens like that kind of thing was going mm -hmm. on with me but then when we did the show it was like this great i don't know release of energy and everybody was doing their thing and everybody was doing a really good job it was really nice to be a part of that well how were the audiences how like excited were they they were very excited oh yeah they were way into it but i gotta say though i mean but uh, margaret has such a loyal hardcore mm -hmm. following that uh I, I feel like we all kind of got to get a taste of that yeah and uh so every night it's like every audience was just so like devoted and just and so into it and they were just rooting for us yeah and i remember the closing number every night it was like a wall of sound like oh <gasps> right yeah. when she did her closing number yeah uh, what was what was margaret's closing number can we talk about that I don't know, can yeah, we? Talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, because you've discussed it, yeah. but maybe oh, we can have the others talk about it, and then you can talk yeah, about it as well. And we have John Roberts is in here yeah, as well. He's our, he's our new cast member, but you guys talk about. I it wasn't first. here. You got. Let's hear. Let's hear Liam talk about the, the the Margaret's. This is this is a <laughs> legendary closing piece, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, can we reveal it? Oh, well, the great thing is that well, it's a major reveal that no one sees coming. It's a, it's like a total monkey wrench, and uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. And uh, basically, Mar Margaret uh, closes the show with a very beautiful, glamorous, um, old-fashioned burlesque fan dance, and which is very graceful. Yeah, and, and most of the show up until that point was... It was more playful burlesque, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was like a funny, goofy burlesque, but then she comes on with this like really ultra high glamour number, mm. and everyone is just sucked in already because it's so beautiful. It's opera. It's actually um, uh, uh, something from Tristan and Isolde, and it's uh, it's one of my favorite operatic pieces. But it, it's something that it, it's like got such a buildup, and then for me, that the whole genesis of it was um, I had bought a fake penis that was um, molded after a guy that we knew, my husband and I knew, who we were close with this couple, and they 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 made a penis <laughs> for me. I'm not sure what came first, the penis or the dance, but I had the penis and then um, it was very realistic and it was made for him and he had used his wife to model it. So he, you know, he had really thought about what it looked like on a woman. Mm -hmm. It looked really real. And um, he, it's hand painted and stuff. And uh, it's very, very realistic. And um, so I thought uh, I would do uh, something very straight. And I also had a vagina made. And the vagina was terrible because the guy didn't do it. I just I just uh, got it someplace else. It was kind of cheap, like a shitty, a shitty vagina, it's, you know, from China. It's just an off the rack vagina. <laughs> I, it really was off the rack. Like it had like a <laughs> elastic vagina in a bag. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Like a you know, it was just kind of like a vagina apron. You know, we just kiss the cook, kiss the vagina. Like it was just really not not nice because um, I thought I'm going to have the dick and then I'll reveal the vagina under or I'll have the vagina and then I'll reveal it. It was very high concept because I had like the song was seven minutes long so I thought okay well I could have a few different things in there but um, the, the vagina didn't look right. It looked weird like it looked like it belonged inside the glass counter of a sushi. 
bar. <laughs> like it was just like really like there was something tuna. <laughs> yeah, it was really like a very magro about it. It was really really toro or giant clam. <laughs> so I thought I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use that. So I'll just use the um the dick. And then we had um. We had, there, were, there was actually there was a lot of weird things with that dick. Like one time I had left it out on a counter, and then Plez <laughs> thought it was a piece of chicken, and she was like, "Oh, ew, who left chicken on it? It's disgusting. It's like full of botulism. I can't believe you left chicken there." And I was like, "Oh no, that's my dick." And she was, "Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, whatever." Um, but yeah, so I thought if I can, uh, I think the part of the reason why I did this dance was that I was always very uncomfortable with my own beauty and my own femininity. And if I could just really go for something that is all about that, that's all about like really just owning it, you know, really enjoying like the, what is traditional fan dance, like really becoming a burlesque dancer and like really like reveling it, dancing at opera, which is really, really high, um, kind of high concept and, and really like it's a long piece and there's no jokes but the joke at the end of the revealing everything except for you know and the end is I have a, a really realistic dick on that is enough of a joke to carry it through but it, it's kind of like I pictured myself like if I was um, a transgendered you know if I was a like a, a, a transgendered woman like a woman who, who transgender woman who had not had the full operation yet and I was working in like 1930s Shanghai mm-hmm. and that's what I kind of envisioned myself I was like I turned into another creature like I'm like this gorgeous ch- uh, trans woman living in Shanghai but this is like the one thing that makes me a little different you know it's a little funny and a little cute and it's very decadent you know 30s Shanghai so <laughs> I thought that's like my whole character I'm gonna go for that and that's what it is. And I wonder, you know, I think about a lot of the political stuff that's happening with the trans community now. And I wonder whether a piece like this would actually be controversial. I mean, what do you think, Ian, like, Ian, it's, because um, the, there's so much going on, you know, with, especially around like RuPaul and all the controversy around the words that we're using and language. Like this piece to me was always very much about the celebration of being trans. But as, as I, I've always felt like I could really understand the trans experience because I feel like I, 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 I remember you gender. saying that when we first met, mm-hmm. I remember when I, uh, we were talking about my sort of trans identity and you were saying, I feel very trans. And at the time I was like, I didn't quite know exactly what you meant, but I totally get it now. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if the dance now would be controversial. I think it, it would actually be maybe less controversial and it would be, I don't know, even more beautifully received. I, I think I, I think it would be great, but I do know I I know what you're saying about the the RuPaul thing and the the language and all of that. But um, you know what? It, you have always been so. And I was talking about a friend of mine with this. Um, I don't know. Do you know the artist Our Lady J? She's yeah, yeah. really great. Um, she wrote this great piece about how language um and people policing it like basically fuck that. And this is like part of queer culture, and mm-hmm. that language is very punk rock, and we grew up with it and. Um, you are very punk rock and I think that dance is very punk rock, even yeah. though it's like operatic music and all that, but it is, it is, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And, yeah. and, and the, it's like, it's really gorgeous and non like non not controversial at all until that last moment. And then that last moment is epically punk rock. Yeah. It feels good. <laughs> it feels good. It's punk, it's punk cock. <laughs> well, I think for me, with the beauty of that uh, number is ultimately it's brilliant comedy. You know, controversy you. or not, mm-hmm. it is the ultimate punchline. Yeah, it's yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It is the funniest like burlesque number I've ever seen. Oh, thank it's you. like it's got such a killer punchline. Mm. Nobody sees it coming, and I've seen it a million times, and it gets me every single time. I like I bust out laughing because. The dick is so realistic. It's really realistic. It doesn't look like a joke. No. And that's that's the joke. Yeah, and the expression or on <laughs> or a chicken. <laughs> the expression on your face tells the audience, take this seriously. Yeah. Yes, you sell it. You, you well, really yeah, the whole And time. what I love too is that in in your fan base, if you were to say like the large gay male fan base, this is probably their absolute fucking dream is that you have a dick. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is yeah. amazing. That part of it is amazing yeah. too. Like, oh my God, it's, yes, finally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, finally she is my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like a dream come true. That's great. Well, thanks, you guys. It's really, I mean, it, it feels good to do. I mean, it's like I haven't, I literally have not done it for, I did a, a version of it maybe three years ago, um, but I didn't do the, the same thing. It was very, it was very kind of different, and it, it just felt like, this is so weird. But then I actually, when being on the stage, just even running through the music and thinking about it, it's, it's going to be the same. Like, it's going to feel the same mm-hmm. to do it. I mean, do you ever rehearse your burlesque numbers not always. Yeah. No, not always. I, I totally understand what you're saying because uh, sometimes uh, with burlesque numbers, a lot of it uh, for me is like I, like uh, just how sensual I feel, like how good I feel about myself that day. And I just feel like I'm just going to sell this today. Yeah. And I don't need to rehearse because I'm just going to sell it. Yeah. Unless it's a complicated number, which I rarely do because I'm lazy. But, um, but it, it, yeah, it's just about how you feel about selling that product. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing to be able to get back to. And it's like, I don't know, it's fun. Have you been doing a lot of performance, Liam? No, I haven't I haven't been on stage in over a year. I wow. Yeah, I know. Wow. It's weird getting back up there and looking out and going, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I didn't realize it'd been that long for you. Yeah, it's been a long. The last thing I did was a sketch show and with a bunch of friends, old friends. Because you've been busy starring as a father. I have. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. <laughs> Diapers and wipes and, <laughs> and trips to Trader Joe's and then to Whole Foods and then the, the <laughs> farmer's market and all the, you know, you got to feed them right and, you know, from day feed one. Feed them what? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm also Alana's the one feeding them. Spending her. a lot of time behind the camera too, which is more like, I think we've transitioned more into yeah. that. Yeah. So it's too. like different to do from going from that to going back to stage performance. Yeah. And also like the the act I'm doing doesn't require any movement. <laughs> but but I I think I might forget some of the words, but that's okay. But I I yeah, I I remember when I started playing Kelly, I envisioned her as just kind of a deer in headlights all the time anyway. Like crazy things happen around her that mm-hmm. she just kind of reacts to. And so whenever I performed her, I found myself just standing still the whole time. And it, I just never got into like dancing or like trying to move a lot. So. But I think that's her charm, though, because she doesn't know yeah. what the fuck's going on. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know where she is. All she needs is that MAC Girl About Town lipstick. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Girl glasses. About Town, the glasses and the hair. Yeah. And yeah. The t-shirt, but, yeah. the stockings. The stockings, the the striped uh, striped peppermint stockings yeah yeah and then it's there that's what i always loved about kelly was kelly didn't wear any makeup oh yeah no <laughs> no she didn't try she didn't to need glamorous it. she didn't need it no she's really pretty <laughs> she's cute i mean she didn't need it <laughs> she just didn't need, she didn't need to wear makeup no how do you feel about your fan dance tonight i feel good about it i switched out the fans because i changed my costume because i'm wearing like a chinese gown and because um, I can't find the other costume, and then my uh, the fe- the feather fans are so large with this costume that just it, I thought it would be so muppety. Oh yeah, that I've got to like scale it down <laughs> so I have um, actual silk fans. <laughs> Although I'd love to see you do something muppety. <laughs> yeah, but it's just you know when you the red <laughs> ones, the red ones, those little the like the little silky ones. Yeah, because those are a little bit lighter. Um, with the costume, it's just so th- this so huge. So it's like a, a Chinese king. <laughs> you you looked like, when I was watching you rehearse up there for a moment, you looked like you had body memory of what exactly, it looked like you knew exactly what you did from before. Yeah, I think I do. It was choreographed by um, Kitty McNimmy, who um, worked a lot with Ryan Heffington, who was another member of the Centrist Woman. And he's not here tonight um, because he is uh, he is a hugely hugely successful choreographer and he just did um, Arcade Fire's video We Exist which is phenomenal um, and also Sia's video Chandelier which um, John and I wanted to do recreate because I can play it on guitar and then he was going to wear a nude body stocking but then I couldn't find it <laughs> so oh I want Pleasant to come back and talk about um, some of the stripper stuff there's total fans from El Cid here there was oh really? A, a girl, a gr- oh, yeah there was a girl that was underage and um she came up to me and she's like, you probably don't remember me. I was like, no, I totally remember you. Oh, my God, you're all grown up. Oh, my God. That's so cute. Wow. I love it. Like, some people talk about the show, like, people who came to see it in New York, and they're like, that's the best show I've ever seen. Like, just that's the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> because I think it was so different, and it was so um, inspired, 
And it, it not only uh, did we have fun with it, it really did make a lot of statements about women's bodies and the way that different women are, bo- like, and Ian was transitioning to, because this was bef- yeah. before your top surgery. Yeah. Yes. That's right. And testosterone. Oh my God. One time I was sitting with Ian, like when he had just been on tea for a little while. We remember we were sitting at Millie's. We were sitting at Millie's, this restaurant in LA. And um, I was like, so how does it feel? Are you noticing changes? And Ian was like, okay, see that waitress? Like a few weeks ago, I would have said, um, do you, do you think, like when, when you're not busy, do you think that maybe like I could get like a, um, a cup of coffee? Like if you're not busy. And he goes, and now I'm like, Hey, get me a cup of coffee. Nice ass. <laughs> and and uh, you know what I remember about the New York shows? This was so crazy because remember we didn't even think of, this is how long ago it was, even though it was only seven years ago. And we didn't even think of this until the first night. Everyone in the audience had their cell phone cameras up because they had just barely come out with smartphones. And then remember after that, we said like there can't be any, like no one has to have like the the phones all have to be off and they'll yeah. get taken away. Because, but that wasn't even a thing then. Like right, we, it, yeah. it wasn't even something that we had anticipated. I had a pink razor flip phone back then. I had a flip phone too. <laughs> But the audience yeah. was all like smartphoned out. Yeah, they had they had smartphones. They had actual phones. <laughs> and we didn't want our blurry sideways boobs on their phones because <laughs> there already was like YouTube. Like when you're in mid twirl, it looks good in real life, but you really don't want to see it on a video. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of stripping, I'm looking forward to seeing. Oh, well, I, I I saw the sword out there. Yes. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I did that just for you. Yeah, that's really exciting. Sword belly dancing. I wanted to. I wanted to get because you weren't in the room when we when we were talking about it. But uh, Margaret said that you found uh, her chicken one night on the. Oh on the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we were we were in the dressing room at El Cid, and um, it was really dark and cramped, and there was a, a little warren of dressing rooms like behind the stage, and um, Margaret and I always dressed in the same room, and there was always like stacks of tablecloths you had to move and stuff, and. Um, it was, I couldn't find the light switch in there and it, it was really hot. It was like May or June and it was all summery. And then I, as, when my eyes adjusted to the dark, I was like, ew, somebody left like a half eaten piece of chicken on the counter. That is so gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> and then, and I was just like horrified and grossed out. And I, I went and got like some Kleenex to pick it up. And then when I picked it up, I was like, Oh, it's just Margaret's deck. And then, <laughs> then I put it back down. And then that made it like all clean and nice. But I was just horrified that <laughs> someone left like a greasy chicken wing on it. Because <laughs> it does look like chicken. It did. It look, it's got a chicken kind of a quality. But also like that brought, that brought back like a, you know, a childhood or a, an adolescent trauma too. Because like at the beginning of che- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the first Splatter movie, you know, at the beginning when they show those really quick like like scenes of just, um, you know, cannibalism and just hellish, like dismemberment and stuff. Mm. I was sitting there with someone who had just seen it before and, and he's like, you're going to love this movie. And then he leaned over and went, do you know what that is? And I was like, I don't know. It looked like a piece of chicken. And then every time I think of the dick on the counter, I I think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm, Yes. That makes sense. (laughs) Definitely. And then, so you, um, you came and you, you're tonight, you're going to do some belly dancing to start us off. Yes. And then um, we're going to do your very, very exciting Dorothy number. Yeah. Which is great. Which is so, it's something that endured through. But what, how many, what, you did so many different ones like over the, the genesis of the show. And then in New York, it, 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 it became sort of set. But then what were the ones that you did, the strips over the time? Like, which ones you do, did you do? You did a whole bunch of different we were, ones. Oh, you mean like in the, um, in the Sensuous Woman when it was in L.A.? Yeah. I did the clown strip once. Oh, that's a good one. And we did, an, um, we did a pirate strip where my um, dyke couple were boy pirates, but they were also my flying monkeys in those days. And they yes. were, they, those people were never even on stage until like I corralled them into like being accessories <laughs> in yeah. my shows. They're coming tonight, Natasha and Kelly from Skull Remix. Um, what else did I do? I think I did. Um, I did a lot. I did a lot of um, fan dances. Yeah. And then, like, um, a le- there was one really good, re- like, Art Nouveau one. Yeah, yeah, that was the the Matahari one. Yeah. That's my favorite. I love that one. Yeah, I love that one too. And that one, when it, at first when I was doing that, everyone would be really quiet, and it wasn't like a normal burlesque show. And I thought I was failing, and then people were telling me that they couldn't even make noise because it looked so pretty like an old movie so I was happy about that yeah because it really does look like an old it looks like an old um, like a 1920s movie it's very Theta Bara. yeah it's really really good 
And then you did the baby strip. That was the best. I did. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I remember there was controversy around that. Why? Um, well, I, 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 a couple times, uh, I uh, it got back to me that some audience members were uh, Oh, yeah, offended, appalled. Of appalled. course. But that's how you know you're doing your job. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, really? Thank you. Because uh, they thought it was there. It had some like pedophile like angle oh, when you like, when, so, no when yeah. You, yeah it wasn't anything about like you know the persons with disabilities act or the fact yeah. that she was a little person it was all the pedophile no <laughs> yeah yeah no it was it was um but you know that's what happens when when you express yourself on stage you know you do your artwork and you just kind of hope that it translates and um for the most part i think my my baby number was well received that was one of your iconic numbers i think yeah, yeah. it is it is because it's pretty i mean it's kind of twisted just it's like so Dor- dorothy's mine that's like the one i've done the most i realized yeah. i realized tonight uh, when i was like packing for it that they didn't even have glitter shoes when we were doing it i had to make my own glitter ruby slippers like there wasn't Oh God! Isn't that crazy? Really? That's like the flip phone thing, really. How yeah, weird! That's so like weird. you can get glitter spike heels anywhere now. Oh yeah. my God! I didn't even uh, realize. Uh, I know, that. isn't that crackers? Yeah, that's it's crazy. Nuts. Well, my baby number, just because um, I know you can't see it here on audio, but uh, it's basically my homage. It, it was an homage to uh, little people in silent movies. Totally. Pe- <laughs> Whether they were children or adults. <laughs> yes, yes, because uh, little people in silent films were famously used as bank robbers dressed as babies. <laughs> yes, always. And, and then, and then that's why I created that number because yeah. I wanted to look like the the bandit little person baby. And then, wait, yeah. I, I I have to inter I have to inter interrupt you yes. though because Selene had the most amazing like vintage baby carriage. It was really a carriage. It had like yeah. those those carriage things like how a hearse has on it and it was old and beautiful but she got it on eBay and when she found out it was in Sherman Oaks or Burbank or something she called the person and asked if she could pick it up and then didn't you <laughs> like show up not just like shocking enough that on a Sunday morning a little person comes to get <laughs> the baby carriage but also weren't you like really hung over and wearing like your dress from the last night or something no I'm sure I was hung over and uh, <laughs> I can't believe you remember this of course um yeah, I was really hungover, and I don't know. It, it was. I think it was like right after like a Velvet Hammer totally. party or something. And I have to tell you about that. You know, the Velvet Hammer party. Like the first time when you did the baby at the Velvet Hammer mm-hmm. was also the time when um that famous drag queen Vaginal Cream Davis, yeah, who's like for anyone that's listening that doesn't know who he and she is, um, was like a like almost seven feet tall in drag and uh you know a big beautiful black man and woman rolled into one and um so she was doing a black face number so it was you doing the baby her doing the black face number like a total minstrel show number of a black (laughs) (laughs) like drag queen and then i was doing princess kissimmee coochie the Mm -hmm. one where i was the half-breed hellcat getting whipped by an 1890s saloon girl and people came up to me that night and Mm -hmm. were telling me how wrong it was and how disgusting it was. And I was like, but I've got Native American blood. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, but it's still politically incorrect. The biggest problem they had was with you. Yes, and I said to someone, (laughs) I don't know how you can say this in a show that features a Nazi girl-on-girl spanking scene a little person dressed as a baby and a black drag queen in blackface. Why are you picking on me? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Hey, I'm going to give the microphone to John. We have uh, we have John Roberts. Who John Roberts is is now, in John tonight's show. John is our dream cast. If we had done the show, um, we didn't know John then. Didn't know me. But if we had known John, we would have been stalking you. We would have been star- would have He would have been the star, it. one of the stars. I was in a later tour. He was in the tour that came right after the Sensuous Woman. That yeah. some of the some of the content in the Sensuous Woman made it into that show, and so we did that. I after. was in the Grammy nominated tour twice, 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 twice. It was um, but was I met all, a lot of these wonderful performers, fellow performers. Uh, after the fact, like Selene, we met in P Town, and uh, and I remember. Remember when you got a sunburn? I, I did. I got a really horrible. We went, one day dick, we went to the beach. Dickhead sunburn. My dick did not get sunburned, but we we were in P town and we had to fly here. Part of being in P town is that you have to get on a bike and be like, the "Show's tonight! The show's tonight!" You have to fucking drive <laughs> up and down P town and like an asshole. I didn't put any sunblock on, and then we get back to the hotel and I look like 
Um, we also went to the like beach too. We went to the beach. And we I did. Remember we I was the... completely covered. Like I look like a beekeeper because yeah. I'm so. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was so like. <laughs> what she look like? Set Margaret looked like Vistiviano. Vistiviano stole her look from Margaret in P Town. <laughs> <laughs> she mopped it. But it's like, um, yeah, we were you, we we rode our bikes out to the beach, and I think Selene, come you you were we were on the when you had the double bike. Yeah, I was, on, I was like in the very back pretending. Yeah, on the tandem bike with Ian, and then we went yeah. out there, and um, it was so uh, it was so sunny, and then it was you, really sunny. you got really sunburned, and then we we laughed and laughed about that. But I definitely <laughs> didn't get laid after that. <laughs> I thought maybe there was a chance I would get laid, but after that, I for sure did not. No, it's because you you have high standards, though. That's why. Yeah, there, it's not because like you don't. You're there not. There were a lot of ugly. You really What's have that? Really what is high, that? You have really high standards. Am I? Do I? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're not just. Gonna, it's not just anybody. You just you like have really high standards, so it's like not like you don't like it if like a guy's like behaving badly or like yeah. an asshole. It's no, don't like that. Or stupid. But the, yeah, you th- I thought maybe it was P Town. There'd be some cuties, but well, that's the weekend that we fell in love, and then I fell in love with Selene yeah. and Ian, Ian Harvey, Ian, and we had a really good time. And, and then we went we on tour like, with Ian. We were like, wait. We went on tour with wait. Ian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I had lost right. my voice, so oh, that's right. You, you guys have had a voice. to come, and like, so I couldn't uh, actually. Um, sometimes they had to voice me. Everyone, you were in a while. talking through the computer. You would type in, and then that voice program would say your words for yeah. you. And then there was one queen I remember in the middle of the show was like, "You're not going to talk like do this for the whole show." <laughs> and then you just kept typing, "Queen, please." Queen, please. It was like Queen, so please. stupid. It was amazing. It was so good. It was really, really Jack hard. Jack Pearson loved it. It was like, <laughs> it was great. We had a good time. I love, I do love P Town. Yeah. So you were, yeah. so you it were like almost Stephen the Hawking sh- throwing shade. It yeah. was, it was st- a shady Stephen Hawking's. Yes. So it was almost like you, you know, you, you were a part of it. You became part of this family a little bit later. Afterwards. So yeah, after you're, you're like the child that came that was a surprise. Yeah. You're yeah. like the one that's like, oh, we didn't know, but we didn't. it happened. <laughs> and then Warm Up Child was born. Then Warm Up Child. That's right. Warm Up Child was born. I'm Warm Up Child. I have like siblings that are 16 years older than More like 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, my skin looks so much better than you guys. Whatever. Whatever. But it's great to be here to make money for you. Thank so let's you. talk about and this. Yeah, no, let's I'm talk kidding. about the this money is, part. I, I should. I hope I'm getting paid tonight. <laughs> well, Just we are kidding. doing. We're doing this. Um. So, but I think we should put this up soon so that people. How long would the PayPal link for you uh, be up for? Well, the PayPal link is, I'm just leaving it up for as long as I can. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it disappears after a while, but I think it's up until I delete just it. Just like the money disappears, and, um, Selene? Where's the money? Look, I'm getting my new weed card, okay? <laughs> um, you get a I, nose job, a really t- tiny nose. But the thing nose. that I feel really stupid about <laughs> is that the PayPal link it's not something I could even announce because it's really long and weird. Yeah. Oh. It's all forward slash. Well, where can they find HK. your PayPal link on your Twitter, maybe? Like, come to my Twitter and the PayPal link will be on my Twitter. That's Yes, I will post a, a link um, on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. I, I just, I've been a little shy about it, but I have been doing it uh, when I can. And also, could they, um, could somebody say, like, go to your website and then it'll be up there? Yes, I, um, yes. Yes, on my website, I will, uh, have a tab where that says donations mm-hmm. and then that I should just do that and make it easy. One's okay. a fall. Yeah. I, I've been such a grandma about all how to handle this. Well like um when um because I want um it's I want to see if we can put the show up really soon um mm-hmm. so that we can publicize the link so that she can still continue to um you know get money because then you know so if this goes up not this Monday but the Monday after mm-hmm. That would be great. Great. That would be awesome. I could definitely have it set up on my website by so, then. But for people sure. can find you at Selene Luna. Yes. Yes. And yeah, you can see a donations tab. Yeah. So, and if you're not here tonight, uh, this will likely be the very last time we do the show. Maybe not. We'll see. I, I don't know. I never thought we'd do it again, but it, this was an important enough thing for me that I was like, let's just do it. You know. Let's do it in it. This is this and everyone is, looks really hot too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's in the spirit and the soul of of what the show is created for. 
And it's also fun for us all to hang out. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. I'm yeah. just so happy that uh, you put this together. Yeah. It's just because um, uh, not only am I benefiting greatly because I desperately need help with uh, uh, medical expenses and living expenses, but this is such a nice break from I, I've been really down and just in a really dark place, you know, just about my medical situation. It's been really depressing. Mm-hmm. And so this totally like pulls me out of it and puts me into perspective puts yeah. everything into perspective that like you know what everything's going to be fine i have my friends mm-hmm. i have art i yeah. have the support from the community yeah so uh, this is just a great reminder that everything will be okay yeah yeah everything is going to be okay and and we're so grateful for for the chance to do this and thank you guys and um, even if it's not and if selene dies i said she would make a great bong I'll just turn her into a bong <laughs> And just put the weed right where pussy is and smoke her right out of her asshole. I only ask that if I die, <laughs> that you name a strain after me. <laughs> oh, that's no, all I great, want in my memory. Bong. You're going to be a great bong. Listen, nobody's going to die except for me. <laughs> We're all going to die diarrhea, laughing from tonight. From horrible diarrhea. When you get killed um, by a trick. I'll get when killed by a trick. Someone's every, gonna... every time, I, Eric, you always imagine like that I was going to you find, find your body. body. I'm always going to find just a jawbone and suspenders. Right, and my <laughs> and my veneers, my laminate veneer, my chiclets. <laughs> <laughs> just a, no, just the lower jawbone. <laughs> I don't know it's you from the teeth because <laughs> it'll be perfect. <laughs> God forbid. Go, why is it so dark God, all the time? It's always because I'm a Scorpio. That's what we do. It always it's what we so do. Dark. Look, I just rolled two joints. Um, <laughs> let's <laughs> smoke. Let's um, smoke. <laughs> after, um, after, okay, before, you can. Uh, where can they reach you? You, you're, you're at John Roberts. I'm Roberts. Fun. John Roberts Fun on Twitter. Okay. That's yeah. You know, Bob's Burgers. Watch Bob's Burgers. It's good yeah, for you. It's great. <laughs> It's great. It'll and take um, you out of any kind of depression. You can reach in. me at Margaret Cho, yes. um, and you can reach, where can they reach you, Jim? No, Jimmy Jim. At Jimmy Shelter. And um, we are every Monday on SoundCloud, and you can subscribe on iTunes. I I think that you should be writing reviews for us. People should be writing reviews, and we have amazing guests all the time. Oh, we have a YouTube link, too. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Monsters of Talk. And, and our website, monstersoftalk.net. We are everywhere online. You, we you are can't so get away from every, us. You can't. There's so many. I mean, there's so many places. But thank you so much. Thanks to all these cast members. And thanks to you. We love our listeners. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>